can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast, Cam Smith, the man with the mullet, fires a 66 with 10 birdies to win the Players' Championship. We'll check on the BLC leaderboard, which was flipped on its ear. Casting couch, Valspar, shit picks, the works. Hello, Johnny. Hello, words. Oh my! Took us a little, little <laughs> while to get started here. My antiquated computer is—it's uh, kind of like the Russian satellite system from the '80s, baby. <laughs> I love the uh, what you said a second ago when you was like, "Oh, it it turned off," and then the whole like sizzle. It's, it's like the the disintegrating messages from uh, Mission Impossible. I was zero cool. <laughs> this message will self destruct in five minutes or five seconds. Um, but it did remind me of kind of like our olden days, like back when we used to fucking start recording this show at like eleven oh. o'clock at night and like be up <laughs> at my house at like two. Which now, after dealing with a kid for three weeks, weeks I can. I can operate on no sleep and get up in the middle of the night, do whatever the fuck I want. But like we would, there was nights where we didn't start recording until 11 o'clock, <laughs> which just is crazy to me, yeah. especially whenever we didn't have editing material. And when like the first couple episodes that we recorded and we One, literally yeah. just like, it didn't, it like something went wrong and we just had to start completely over again. Talk about fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> we know we're having a good time. I swear. Yeah. Pass that shard. I was telling somebody, uh, Today, actually, it's like somebody was like, oh, yeah, how's your podcast doing? And uh, they don't listen to the show. So I was like, wouldn't you like to know, motherfucker? Fucking great. Um, But I just was talking to them about just basically how how different, how times have evolved since we first started this. I mean, we fucking sent this thing out on a Google Drive, like, voice memo just to the 25 guys that were in the the league at that time. And and we got an overwhelming response of like six people who were like, oh, this is awesome. You guys should keep doing this. And that's how Hole and None was birthed, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. It sounds a lot more depressing when I hear someone else say it. And, and lots of drink, early on, lots of drinking and smoking weed. <laughs> By me, mostly, right, Words? Hey, man, you got it, toots. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, well, here we are, ready to go. We're using my computer this week. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I hope it. I hope it doesn't get the viruses yours has. Yeah, the the entire cast of hackers is like inside my computer right now. You've already given me several STDs. So what's a virus on my computer? He hacked the Gibson. <laughs> was that like the first Apple computer? Yeah. No, that was named after Steve Jobs' daughter, right? Lisa. There you go, the Lisa. Yes, Steve Wozniak is still pissed about that, right? It was an operating system, you tool. <laughs> Um, I, I I don't know if that's true or not. Well, Hi, John. Hey, words. Uh, 
dug ourselves a little bit of a hole after uh, no, we didn't have Cam Smith. How how bad, and not to ruin the tournament too much, but can't tell you how hard I was cheering for our guy, Arabon Lahiri, to pull that thing out. <laughs> Unfortunately, he didn't get it done, but good for the Indian. The guy from India who won $2.4 million as a consolation prize. Yeah, has never... Um has never won a P, uh, has never won a tournament on the PGA Tour, and uh, I think this was his highest finished ever. And what a tournament to do that in! Yeah, two point uh, two point seven. You said two point four for for second place. Um, they mentioned this several times throughout the broadcast, but obviously, I expect you to get this right when I ask you. There's been one player born in India to win on the PGA Tour. Who is it? Shubanka Sharma. <laughs> no, he didn't win. Arjun Atwal, Atwal, who I love to bring up the fact that he killed somebody in a street racing uh, accident. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he either killed someone or critically injured someone and then got away with it. Speaking of you getting... Should, you should definitely have a different podcast with just like, yeah, those little sick, twisted facts like where, you know, oh yeah, this guy accidentally killed someone. He got off with just manslaughter though. <laughs> Or uh, maybe tendencies of serial killers. Hey, uh, honestly, this kind of leads into two things I told you I wanted to talk about today. Um, one of them being bringing back a segment that we used to talk about all the time until we started feeling really guilty about it. But oh, who, who died this week? Yes, who died this week? My guy Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor, Razor Ramon. Ramon. Um, he died this week. Unfortunately, he had complications from a hip surgery. He had like three fucking heart attacks after hip surgery and, and was on life support. Finally taken off, he died. But what you were talking about, Razor Ramon in like the early 80s, I should say Scott Hall in the early 80s, was acquitted of second-degree murder. Uh, he shot somebody. He used to be a bartender at a strip club, and he fucking killed somebody. They got He got in a fight, punched this dude in the face. The dude like went and got a gun and like, Scott Hall wrestled it away from him and shot the dude in the head. With his own gun? Yes. Hall, that's, that's another reason why you don't have a gun. <laughs> yes. You end up getting killed with your own gun. Well, that's not a good spot. Scott Hall is like 6'7", <laughs> like 270. Like, who was the guy trying to fight him? And he was a bartender at a strip club, for Christ's sake. Like, don't fuck with him. No. But, yeah, uh, so, again, manslaughter. He ended up second-degree hey, murder. And innocent. Like, yeah, second-degree murder. It's like, okay, well, uh, yeah. He came after you with the gun. You just killed. You just killed him with it. So <laughs> innocent. Yeah, and surely this was in Florida. So I mean, there's I think no way he was. I think it was. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way he was seeing a second of jail. Yeah. No. Uh, my earliest memory of watching wrestling was was watching him and Shawn Michaels uh, ladder match at WrestleMania 10. One of my earliest memories, I should say. So I mean, this. There's too many people, and I know you didn't quite have the same, like, wrestling was the biggest thing in my life growing up as a kid. And <laughs> up until I was, like, fucking 17, to be quite honest. And so Scott Hall was a huge part of my childhood, and so it, it is a sad deal, but all these wrestlers die young, and usually it's from living a hard, hard life. <laughs> I'm just picturing you in, like, third grade, walking out of Taramara, like, Dad, give me two toothpicks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I still carry a toothpick from time to time, Bob, and I always throw it at somebody's face and go, the bad guy. I, it's just what I do. But, yeah, I mean, and the Razor Ramon character was, like, birthed off of the scar off Tony Montana, basically, you know, because he called himself the bad guy. But, uh, yeah, then Scott Hall, that was just his real name, and that's what he went by whenever uh, he signed a contract with WCW and started the epic Monday Night Wars. 
where I believe WCW beat Monday uh, Monday Night Raw for 82 consecutive weeks. I am not reading off of anything, and I guarantee you, you can fact check that one. <laughs> I would never fact check. No, so, yeah. that's that's all. That's all really. Uh... So I, I brought that up and I said two things that, that you already led me into two things. So R.I.P. Scott Hall. But second thing, talking about people being innocent, Jussie Smollett is innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to law. Yeah. Actually, no, he was convicted and he's going to serve 150 <laughs> days in jail. But I loved his speech, though. I am innocent. <laughs> And I am not suicidal. The judge was like, that's what I want you to hear. That's very that's very good. He's like, I am not suicidal. If someone tries to kill me, I, I did not do it myself. And that's the exact speech that I'm going to give like before I actually do it. <laughs> it's like, it's so sad. I did not do this. Everyone believed him. It was my neighbor, John. Yeah. You framed me. Yeah. I didn't kill that bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's what's funny is I think that he was screaming, you know, I'm not suicidal, so he wouldn't get thrown into, like, the protective custody, like, psych ward at the jail, and that's exactly what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah, that's a one-way ticket to that spot, actually. (laughs) Yeah. He would have been better off just being like, I'm going to suck a bunch of dick in here. (laughs) You know what I'm doing. They're like, all right, let that guy in. Hey, can you tell me what I consider is one of his biggest roles, Jesse Smollett's biggest roles of all time? Uh, D. D one Mighty Ducks. Yeah, and all he of the- was the brother that ended up not making it <laughs> yeah, to the same. Yeah, he fucking died. Yeah, what what happened to old Terry? And, and whenever they all went to play for Team USA, yeah. it's like Terry and Jesse. You know, Jesse ended up being a great player, great uh, offensive player for the Ducks. Terry sold crack in downtown Minneapolis. No, he had to go end up. He didn't make the team, so he had to work nights with his dad. <laughs> his dad was the nice guy. He's like, how am I supposed to explain this to my kids? I got a drunk coaching them. District five. He like gave a, a a very stern talking to Bombay when Bombay was yeah. just like a pushover coach. Yeah, <laughs> we love talking Mighty Ducks. He was just a fucking drunk. <laughs> he was exactly like Je. Really, it's like not only did did getting a, a DUI uh, thrust Bombay back in the hockey world, it gave him a shot at going back to the NHL. Uh, I'm sure he probably got a you know the Air Bombay loafer probably sold a fair amount of uh, deals from <laughs> uh, from from uh, Mighty Ducks too, and he fucked Charlie's mom for a fair amount of time. So getting a DUI isn't all that bad. Yeah, when I think of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I definitely think of shoe salesman, big big sales guy, <laughs> the marketing genius, <laughs> the Air Bombay loafer for kids who want to coach. Yeah, you think there's a lot of those? Yeah, this. This girl I'm fucking, she's got a kid that definitely does, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Charlie couldn't hack it in, in D2, and then all of a sudden he's just a stud in D3. Is that right? That's what puberty does for you. I never saw D3. That's when they went to... Eden Hall Academy. Yeah. They're the Warriors, but then they changed the name to Ducks after the freshman team beats the varsity. Whew. Yeah. What loser fucking varsity team let young kids beat them like that? Unbelievable. Anyways. <laughs> Well, John, where to go from there, you know? I mean, from Razor Ramon to... Jesse Smollett. <laughs> to Jesse to Emilio Estevez. Uh, yeah, I guess... You want to talk about Sawgrass? <laughs> yeah, that, perfect. The longest golf tournament in history, it seemed like. God, that was such a kick in the dick. Uh, not to mention, I had a stomach bug on, what was that, Friday. So there was like you know, an hour and a half of golf in the morning and then just nothing the rest of the day, and I was sick. So the worst of the worst. Tell me more about your stomach bug, bug. Ugh. <laughs> you, 
Throwing up a lot? Yeah. Oh, God. Did you lose any weight? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Good. Yeah. That's always the glass half full kind of guy over here. You know, I really don't, When I, I hate being nauseous, of course. I mean, who likes being nauseous, right? But like, really, my wife was kind of talking about it because I'm a very loud vomiter. As oh, yeah. Heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really just <laughs> don't let the throw ups come to me. It's like, I really try to force it out and I don't need to do that. I just need to be more like you, like, <laughs> oh, bro. Instead of like, <laughs> I mean, like the next morning, my abs were like I thought. Your, I think I bruised my lungs. It's your diaphragm, yeah. but your diaphragm is just shot. Shot. Hey, I, and that's all you. You just kind of have this person, per, like this um, whole thing that I puke like a bitch. But I, I had a stomach bug like the week before the kid was born, and like Maggie was mad at me because she thought I was not going to be able to go to the hospital. But it only been like was like a twenty four hour thing. Yeah. But I mean, I violently puked it's awful it wasn't like a eh. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely like eye-watering blood-curdling screaming <laughs> oh god jesus help us blood in my stool <laughs> yeah that's what that, another funny thing that parenthood brought poop and pee has now turned into stool and urine <laughs> still <laughs> No, that's like how it's referred to. Her stool. Yeah, hey, hey, honey, how was little Olivia's stool? <laughs> she urined on me. It's like, uh, you mean she pissed all over you? <laughs> like, hey, how's that bag of shit? <laughs> Which, by the way, you ever heard of a Wendy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I tried. I tried to put it in your daughter, yeah. but she was constipated, and you wouldn't let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I forgot about that. We didn't talk about that on the show, uh, but yes, words tried to volunteer. This this windy is this creation I've found that you literally shove up a, your your kid's butt, and it causes them to poop. And uh, I tell you what, it works. It works bad. And I told Maggie, I was like, "Hey, listen, uh, we're going to." We're going to Twin Peaks Thursday. I'm going to have a lot of uh, pictures at bowling. Do you mind windying me at about 6 a.m. <laughs> Friday morning? <laughs> no. She was like, are you serious? <laughs> the tap from the tap from that bowling automatically works as a windy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. We stopped drinking that. Uh, by the way, we lost in the championship of our bowling league. So, well, <laughs> I guess who do we need to give hat tips to? Uh, three guys in the league, the Gilberts, Rodney, um, Ron, and Crease, they won, so, uh... Rodney, Ron, Crease. Yeah. Congrats. Um, Tyler is not in the league, but guy who averages 163 or so, and he started off the game with nine straight strikes, so... Oh, my God, that was just like, we were... Uh-huh. Yeah. Not here to fuck around. And I'd be, I'd, I'd be doing a disservice if I didn't say that Fields wanted me to tell everyone how fucking awful he was, so... Oh, no. <laughs> my best friend still, but... He was fucking awful. So, there you go, Fields. Jeez. Love you still. I don't care. You and me, I'll, I'll start a team with you next year. There is no there team. They're tearing team. on the fucking bowling alley, man. Apparently, they're going to keep like 12 lanes that are just manicured greatly so we can maybe have the league again. Who knows? Well. I'm out. If hey. I if I live that long. It was a good run. Congrats. Uh, yeah, especially all the gills. 600 bucks for a second. I spent it all already. Cool. Money's long gone, bub. I was going to say, well, we could use some more equipment. <laughs> yeah, I ro- rolled up 100 and uh, the rest was gone. <laughs> Just joking. Um, What were we talking about before? Oh, the the windy. I'm not a fuck, some sick ass either. This was like week one or two and they didn't want to even like barely touch their kid. And so I was like, just give me the fucking thing and I'll I'll do it. 
and then and then your wife said that she gave you a stern talking she was to she like je said no like two or three times maybe and the third time i could tell that like it words what the fuck <laughs> show's over yeah <laughs> i'm ending I, my relationship with you i was in this podcast mode trying to push it and we were both a little bit tipsy and yeah <laughs> get the fuck over here. back to your house <laughs> get, the, get the fuck over out of here don't ever think about coming back the show's over yeah. where's that sweet baby uh i think she i think maggie just walked in with her here oh. so yeah <laughs> you know uh, jewel too let's, let's get the show on the road motherfucker <laughs> no, i'm just joking uh but yeah hey i did play my first round of golf yesterday since having a kid Where'd you play? They punched punched our greens. Twin, front nine was punched. Played the back twice. Hit one fairway. So it was it was a little erratic. But I've never chipped and putted so well in my life. So I, I held it together decently. Me and my sister lost a match. One down to two guys in the league. Of course, Zach, her her significant other, and Greg Brown, who's just a treat. He's in the league as well. But uh, my sister broke a fucking sandwich over a tree on our. 15th hole and i had to be like hey i make that shit look cool it doesn't look cool when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking 37 years old i let leave the club breaking to me bitch i'm 35 okay yeah, leave the club different. breaking to a much younger better looking male okay <laughs> anyway zach drills drills a putt to to beat to to win the match basically on 18. No surprise there. Which I parred 18 there twice, which I'll take any day of the week. 18 at, at Twin is a fucking tough it's closing beast. hole. It is. So, anyways, it'll be nice to hopefully make that more regular once it warms up. And we have <laughs> daycare by mom. I, l- I love it. Evan wraps a wedge around a tree. Oh, it's it snapped. It, it wasn't even. <laughs> it, the instant it hit, it snapped. Because she's got, like, graphite shafts. And I, she was going to leave it. I was like, go get the, you can leave the fucking shaft. Go get the head of that thing. Like, you need a sand wedge. And then, sure enough, two holes later, she's behind the green. She's like, well, I need a sand wedge. I go, well, you shouldn't have fucking broken it. <laughs> like, I think I've had this exact conversation with you. Except what's funny is the last time I broke a club, I told her the story. I go, you know what? Last time I broke a club, which was at Shadow Creek with R. Scott and Crowder not too long ago. <laughs> it was, uh, I guess... You know, summertime, July-ish, and I fucking made par. Snapped the fucking seven iron over my knee, I made par. Like, it's never worth it. You're never out of the fucking hole. I made fuck, I hit it in the water, I made par. Like, whatever. Uh, I've, I've broken clubs twice where I've still made par, and then I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Felt good for about five seconds until you're like, why the fuck did I do that? Anyways, let's go. let's talk sawgrass. I mean, where do you, yeah, that's funny. We actually started this conversation. I don't know <laughs> where we got to, but, uh, oh, yeah, my my fucking stomach bug. And then me <laughs> wanting to talk about a Wendy and then getting Wendy myself, yeah. whether you got a Wendy. We were all Wendy. I want to be referred to as Lady Wendy from now on. Yeah, the tournament was kind of a bummer just because the weather was kind of the prevailing talk for like four fucking days. Uh, and by the end of it, I was like, God, can we just please play? Um, and by that time, all my horses, I mean, were just on life support. Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing. You talk about the luck of the draw. Early, late, late, early. There's been tournaments where the draw is everything. And 
other than what was it that you you referenced the two thousand five Open Championship or two thousand yeah, Tiger like went sixty something eighty. Yeah, and so this tournament, as much as any tournament that I can remember watching, obviously the weather was everything. I mean, Rory McIlroy plays like dog shit, gets in, gets in on the on the fucking number, but Colin Morikawa shooting like seventy seven in the shitty win, like. They started replay of the tournament, and the you've got four. The first group going through seventeen is Brooks. Well, of course, now it's I think Morikawa is in. No, it was Morikawa was in the next group. Yeah, Scotty, Brooks, Zan, Scotty. I think was yeah. it. Yeah, and they all, all three, three in the water it in seventeen. And in the very next group, Morikawa was the first one to hit, and he hits it in four consecutive balls in the water by four of the top ten players. I think it's technically eleven if you want to be a dick. Um. But, I mean, I heard something about them saying a spotter that has worked the tournament for, like, 20 years had only seen two seven irons ever hit on that hole. And JT pulled a six. Like, everybody was hitting six, seven. Brooks hit a fucking eight iron 115 yards. And his dumbass blonde hair just, like, laughed about it. Oh, God. Your boy. Yeah, I fucking really hate when I pick him. And uh, it's not in a major, which never happens. I broke a cardinal rule, like I said. And then he just kind of gives the, I don't give a fuck, whatever. Yeah, this is funny. I'm making a joke of myself. Come on, Brooks. Where's your pride? But, but you know, it goes to show, I, the stat that I saw, um, of the 70 or 68 players that made the cut, 27 of those came from the, the shitty draw. 41 came from the other side of the draw. And, I mean, the likes of Scotty and, and, and Rory make it on the number, but Brooks misses in dramatic fashion. Morikawa misses in dramatic fashion. Xander was like T for T three to T ninety in like two holes. Um, so I mean, yeah, that was painful. Yeah. Um, so it really was a tournament that, sure, the weather did almost seem to over overshadow everything else that happened. Did you see that the the water balls? I think for that day were like thirty five or something, and the record was fifty. Can you imagine that day? Because you know the 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 collar around the green at seventeen that was, it was kind of fluffy, and everyone was saying how bitchy that was on Thursday and Friday. It was like, oh, you need to be able to control your spin. It's like, okay, if the, if that if that wasn't there um, for the restart day on Sunday, whatever that was, when it was blowing like that, or was it? Yeah, it was, Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday when it was. Horrible. Whatever. Well, they restarted it Sunday when it wasn't that bad. I think Saturday was whenever they resumed Start, when all those at guys 11, yeah, at started 11. hitting it in. Yeah, yeah okay. Because Friday, like, they blew completely dead. Right. It could have been a lot uglier. Um, and the, at least the conditions were soft. They didn't do the subway or anything. So, you know, I mean, there were scores. Um, it was doable. I mean, Kevin Kisner had a great round. Bubba Watson had a bogey-free. I think he had the round of the day, uh, even though the announcers 68, were, right? yeah, were completely sucking JT's dick. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a great round. Hey, it was an amazing round, but Bubba beat you by one. It was doable. And then whenever the weather was benign, you didn't do shit. Yep. Yep. And actually, he miserably failed on 17 on his, on his last round. <laughs> I think that maybe I mean I I do like Justin a lot. He it was fun watching him play that day and in the wind, and you could tell just how brutal it was. But I think it is the announcers and how much they just absolutely uh, just adore him and look at he's oh his dad was a PGA Tour pro. It's just the best, um, and I think that makes me dislike him more. And he's a fucking. So a couple things that I think were overshadowed. I mean, yes, Cam Smith, unbelievable tournament, ends up 
you know, could have very easily made double bogey on that last hole. He punches it in the water to make bogey. But some things that people won't see that happened in, in that, that, that tournament, and especially the final round, everyone talked about Cam Smith, 10 birdies. Patton Kazire made 10 birdies also. He just made five bogeys. So he shoots 67. Um, he had literally two pars. I'm sorry, three pars on the day, which is similar to Cam Smith's round, but for a guy who finishes T22, you, you, you almost forget that there was another guy in the field that had 10 birdies in the final round, which is pretty fucking amazing, and he's got a great mustache right now. Yeah, the leaderboard was, all, was actually really cool on Monday also uh, because there was, I mean, at least 15 guys within like two or three of the lead, um, and it was shuffling around a lot with all the birdies being out there. Uh, it was that was pretty cool to see, and like we were saying, we were kind of hoping someone like uh, Anir Bon. Uh, well, nobody had Paul Casey or, um, or Paul or and even Keegan Bradley my, for a while. My bro there. with Tom Hoagie. Yeah, Keegan Bradley was right there until eighteen. Uh, there was one guy on him, our guy Shooter, my guy, your guy from last year, Evan. He had he had Keegan, but even HV three teased at six. I mean, the guys that were up there, Russell Knox, Doug Gim, like nobody had these guys, and that's like. I heard that that was kind of the overwhelming thing. Like, where did the stars go? It wasn't. It wasn't one, two, three on the odds board. Like you picked. Well, Victor did grab a, a share of the lead Big on Sunday, and you. and what's crazy is he kind of came from nowhere, and I was getting really depressed about that. He he came from nowhere, but he really really let it go. Like I don't think anyone was catching Cam at at thirteen. I mean, fuck, Irabon at twelve was great. Paul Casey got fucked on sixteen with that ball uh ending up in someone else's uh indention and D- not getting it yeah not getting the drop it wasn't even a divot it was a yeah, fucking pitch mark in, yeah yeah and so um but up until what was it it was the short par four i think it was like maybe the 14th hole that victor is like up by the green chipping in two doesn't even it, it he hits it off the green doesn't get up and down and makes bogey when he really could have made birdie, birdie. And there was a couple other holes like that where he just, I mean, yeah. chips it 10 feet by the hole. It's just, I, it. Victor was right there. He had a chance. I don't know if he would have gotten to 13. Early on in the tournament, I like that day, I was thinking, okay, somebody posts 11. That's a real threat. But once Cam Smith bogeys three in a row to end his front nine, he just picks up where he left off, leaves off and but birdies the first fucking four holes on the back. Like, absolute grit and guts the guy has as good of fucking short game and he's good of putter as anyone on tour and it's crazy that he's overlooked because he of the top 10 he's the only guy in the in the top 10 in the world and he moves to number six in the world and it's like okay you forget just because this guy has a fucking mullet and a mustache he's got a fucking absolutely world-class game too 100 percent, yeah and the the balls he had on 18 after he loses his driver right and I'll just say, if you missed the fairway on 18, I've, I'm, I'm, I pushed it right also, and I was where they were. The the fairway is narrow as can be, and like your pitch out, just even if you go directly left, it is com- it is straight downhill, and obviously runs right into the water. So there's no easy like chip out shot. It's like you want to play backwards, or you can either like tra- keep trying to move the ball forwards like he did, and obviously he found water. But um, yeah, he made the 60 yard up and down um, for a bogey to save bogey. Looked pretty easy, and he did not blink. I mean, he looks pretty stoic the entire time. He almost made that shot. Yeah. And you want to talk about balls. How about the fucking shot he hit on 17? I mean, (laughs) fucking. That was, uh, yeah, I think that was a half mistake. (laughs) But, yeah, that was incredible. I I heard him say, yeah, I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't aiming left of the flag there. Might. Might. 
surely you jest. And I got to say that for anybody, you know, they asked him going into the tour championship because I think he was kind of in somewhat of a position to win that last year. What would you do with the 15 million? You know, some total cuck asked the same thing. Well, what are you going to do with 3.6 million? It's like, you know, honestly, I, I don't have an answer for that. It's like, you sound like an asshole if you say I'm going to buy a new fucking yeah. Lambo. Coke and whores. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want to hear there, bud? There's people starving. I mean, blood, sweat, and tears over there in Ukraine. He's not going to fucking talk about, oh, I'm getting a new f- fishing boat. I love fishing. <laughs> I'm going to go gamble it away in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Daly would say that. But anyways, um, aside from Paul Casey getting a bad break and really handling it well. Um, he got paid also. He That was... Believe it or not, $1.38 million, the biggest paycheck he's ever received in his professional career. And he's won multiple times. Back-to-back at this tournament we're getting ready to talk about. Yes. So, um, other than that, words, uh, another thing. How about his new caddy? The fucking big-ass motherfucker. His name's Shannon something, I I remember. Shannon. Shannon. And he has a great, and apparently Johnny Longsocks is just burnt out traveling back and forth and wants to spend some more time with uh, his family. He and Paul are not done. I know that. It's somewhat of a sabbatical as far as I'm I'm, I'm told. Interesting. There's a backstory there. Yeah. Johnny's wife's like, you're not going with Paul at ASU party. (laughs) Yeah. Who the fuck is Paulina? (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fuck. It all started the Shriners when he was in Vegas. Johnny Longsocks got him ankles deep in yay. <laughs> That's why he wears the long socks. Keep a bag in there. Oh um, speaking of that, Paulina, how about the back the back door top 10 63 final round for the man with the golden nose? Yeah. Holding his last shot on that par five. Pretty cocky. I still don't know what to make a little DJ. It's like he's barely got a pulse out there. Yeah, but he when he once he gets going, it's pretty impressive. So uh, words, I'll say real quick. Um, there was one other thing that needs to be addressed from this tournament before we run down the the leaderboard of the tournament. But what what did you think of the Daniel Berger drop and uh, and the controversy, if you will, with him and his playing partners Joel Damon and Daniel Berger and the men from Norway, Victor Hovland. I think it has to do with the Honda two weeks ago because he did kind of the same thing. And at the Honda, his drop was like, okay, what the? F- where did he just drop? And Because everyone was talking about Sep and how, how incredible that was. Mm-hmm. Um, he dropped way, way above where the ball went in at the Honda. This I didn't think was as egregious. Um, and, you know, I think of Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon. Joel, Joel Damon. <laughs> Joel Damon. And, uh, you know, I still kind of roll my eyes because the Harry Higgs deal was cool, but then Joel took his shirt off after Harry made the putt. I'm like, well, what the fuck did you do? You just, you're just sitting by Harry. Um, anyways, so Joel's whatever, and he's been in that position before where he's like, oh, hey, excuse he, me. He and C.T. Pan had a very, very uh, contentious interaction over the same kind of thing. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I trust Victor, but even Victor was like, I mean, I was over here, but still, it looked like you were headed right at the flag. And then it cut off. But then looking at the replay on the shot tracer, it definitely took off. A, he took off a big chunk um, of, of yardage there before it really tailed in. So I don't know. I trust Victor, whatever. I guess it, it ended in somewhat of a compromise. And after the round, you know, they, they all handled it like they what they are, professionals. Um, even Berger, you know, th- th- there was no ill will. But to me, Early in, in in real time when it was happening, Berger just kind of came off as a cocksucker to me, and and I didn't like the way he was 
basically talking talk to those to guys, talking to, talking to Victor. <laughs> you don't talk to him like that. The but, man from Norway. And, and it's not like I, I've always liked Berger and it just kind of like seems to me like he, he's, he's kind of had little run-ins here and there similar to this where he's very vocal about the rules and all this shit. And I don't know, I guess when you're very, very, um, I guess set on, on that you're, what you're saying is the right thing and the other guys are, are saying in the same way. You have nothing else to do besides kind of compromise on the whole deal. And so, you know, he still made bogey. I mean, after going in the water in his second shot. So it's like, how much was it really going to make up a shot? And, and that was Victor's whole thing was protecting the field, if you will. Uh, Berger ends up shooting 70 T13 and, and made $327,000. Would have so, been top 10. <clears throat> yeah, it would have it would have gotten him $200,000 more, <laughs> which I'm sure Berger doesn't give a fuck about. I mean, I'm sure he cares a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd pay for a nice vacation for him and old Tori if they're still together, right? <laughs> Unless she's kicked his ass to the curb. Um. So anyways, that, that I just wanted your take on that. But words, uh, quick shout-out to a guy who just finished top 10 and won $525,000. Sepp Straka right there. I just got to bring his name up if you... Kind of, you know, he's my one of my boys now. And he had a six on the par three, too, I believe, or seven. He might have had seven on 17. He, he dunked two in the water there. Um, so, yeah, Sep is, I mean, playing awesome golf. He seems like a, a cool dude. He's fucking massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, words, obviously, we talked about Cam Smith, 3.6 million. Arabon Lahiri, 2.1 million, actually, I'm sorry. And then Paul Casey, 1.3. So not bad paydays for these guys. It wasn't a hobby either for kids. $980,000 for fourth. As he says, 20th place plays pretty well, but fourth place here play, paid very, very well. Yep. Well, what do you think we should take a look at the BLC leaderboard? We got a lot of new names. A lot of new names, words. Uh, this week... 100% shook up the BLC leaderboard, as you like to say. In first place, with Cam Smith, Victor Hovland, and John Rahm, 4.17 million, just edging out a group of two. The big misses, Katie Goodrich, which... I still good, need to good pick, her, damn. Good picking, Adam. Um, other than that... <laughs> other than that uh, Tiger Strong, two-way tie for two. Tiger Strong, our guy Chris Strong, he had Cam Smith with DJ. DJ's holeout helped him in a big way, $4.1 million. The other guy that tied with him is I Want to Shake Your Hand, our guy Ben Doherty. He had uh, Cam Smith with Victor Hovland, who backdoor top 10 to hey, Ben. There was a two-way tie for fourth. Tramadol, who's Roan Bird, and the Charlie Siffords. Anthony. That's that's our guy, Anthony Holloway. Had a babe. And uh, we had a two-way tie for six. Matt Risen and Mitch's cousin, our guy, the CEO of Resonant Cultivation, Reed Colley. Um, in eighth place, we had Team Nene. That's Greg Blackburn. And in ninth place, Billy Baru, a familiar face and great fucking guy. Bill Parker, $3.8 million. And in number 10 for the week, we had Ron Swanson, that is Austin Winsett. So words, uh, obviously, you and I did not have Cam Smith, but I still t you know, 62. Uh, Victor Hovland, 571,000. That's how crazy that was. $1 million got you 25th place. So um, 
I was 570th, so I was halfway down there. Words, you finished with T146, $146,000. You had John Rom getting you 46K and Rory getting you just over 100. So, yeah. As far as the overall standings are concerned, though, words, like like we said, absolutely shaken up. A new number one team in the league. We've got Chris Strong, a.k.a. Tiger Strong, up 18 spots and into the number one spot with only one tournament left in segment one. That's $750 to the winner. We'll see if he can hold on. <laughs> Looks like it's Morikawa this week. <laughs> I, I will say that Chris texted me that he's never felt more pressure picking anything than he is this week. And I said, dude, I lost more sleep in the three weeks I spent at number one than I have in the three weeks that I've been raising this daughter of mine. <laughs> and he said, no, no truer words have ever been said. Uh, in number two, only $350,000 behind. My guy up 13 spots, Crowder, Connor Crowder. In the third spot, Words and Eyes Therapist, the Beta Soy Boys, Walker Milligan. He's up 17 spots into number three. And up 27, a guy who spent a fair amount of time in the top 10 last year, Jay Black, 2021. Hey, it's 2022 now, bub. Jordan Blackburn. Uh, and then dropping from number one to number five, but still the last guy over $10 million. Four right, that's Cole Corson. In number six, after a hot week of picking, again, the rest of the guys rounding out the top 10 all had Cam Smith this past week. Ron Swanson, Austin Swinsett, he's in number six. I'm sorry, Austin Winsett, he's number six. Number seven, OKC Francine, Derek Francine. Number eight, my guy from Shadow Creek and guy who claimingly blew his back out. That's why Patrick Gilbert rolled for him against us in the fantasy or in the bowling championship, R. Scott. Um, he looked pretty good to me. He was there watching. Um, <laughs> Better, baby. Hey, that's what a teammate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, a former guest picker on this show is at number nine, the Tony Boys. Tony Morales. Tony. Number nine. And then rounding out the top ten, hell has frozen over the Dallas Sooners. Dane Covey Dallas! is now rounding out the top ten. Um, Father of uh, Baby Dane and Baby Baby's Dane. And <laughs> baby's Baby's Dane. <laughs> baby Baby Dane. Uh, words. Well, I fell only 11 spots. I mean, you'd be, I, I'm surprised. I, listen, I've had two back-to-back shitty weeks, and I'm still number 25. The number sums <laughs> up with the numbers here. We need to give old homeboy a call. Tell him to check the algorithms. <laughs> Words, you only fell 14 spots. You're at number 71. I want to give a shout-out to a guy who fell to number 12, Vegas Dave. You know, he was basically blowing himself after he picked four out of six straight winners. It's hell, hard not to. Hell, we were blowing him on this show, too. He finished with $0 this past <laughs> week to fall out of the top, top 10. Leave it to fantasy golf to really humble your ass. And that's the thing. We said it before. Fantasy golf will humble you just as much as the real fucking thing. So, sorry, Vegas Dave. Maybe you'll pick a winner this week and hop back in. Yeah, we'll now, see. Now I hate both fantasy golf and real golf. <laughs> it's good. Um, Back to the skins. It was a $100 skin, wasn't it? Yes. Son of a bitch. All right. I'm hitting the Venmo send. Are you sending it to Katie or Adam? I just texted Adam. He said send them to me, of course. There you go. Uh, well, he's the one making the picks, so I, I would expect him to get the money, too. We I don't guess. know that. Yeah, I guess we don't, do we? Nope. Just they miss on the When they don't submit their picks, they both don't submit <laughs> their picks. Never, they're on the same page. The same what a beautiful, beautiful relationship. They both miss picks when they miss picks. It is an enviable marriage. <laughs> I'm just go- joking. Good. I love you. There you go, Daddy-O. Congratulations. Cam, Cam Victor, that's pretty sporty. It is. Um, 
All right. Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> now that the twenty million dollar purse is gone, we got nothing to play for until <laughs> fucking what is last this, two weeks. What is this bitch purse they're playing for this week? Eight. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Pathetic. You tell me words. It's the it's your favorite tournament, the Valspa. Valspa. Yeah, it's it's seven point eight. Oh my god! <laughs> like, literally like forty percent of what we played for last year, last week. Let's fucking end this league and start the Saudi Golf League. <laughs> yes, they just, they just they just posted the schedule. I'm all in now. Now that Phil's out, I'm I'm back to all in. <laughs> yeah, I can get some money on that shit, right, dude? Eight tournaments at the average pot of over thirty million a tournament. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, who's going to fucking play in these guys? A bunch of college kids? <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> Kramer Hickok and a bunch of college kids? <laughs> Get me out there, coach. Yeah. Hey, if you guys are interested in joining a, another fantasy golf league based around the Saudi League, hit us up. We will be doing a show about it, though. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll write, Jay, you'll write a newsletter for that one. <laughs> We're more grammatical errors than words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've never lived until you got a, a string of a... J.E. drunk text. <laughs> all right. I fooled them all. <laughs> that was me. That was you. Oh, shit. Help me. <laughs> I fooled them all. Where'd you go? Okay. All right. Okay, so that's that on Sawgrass. Yes. Hey. Maybe uh, next year we'll fucking realize that we really shouldn't go near the top of the top here. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. I think the weather played a lot in that. I don't I don't think I'm stupid by any means, um, but I will say going into the final se- uh, tournament of segment uh, one, um, everybody's within a million dollars. We you know Tiger Strong's got a three hundred fifty thousand dollars over uh, over Crowder, and then five hundred and fifty over Walker Milligan, and then the, the next two guys are within a million dollars. So really, is anybody's ball game because we're paying out the top five for that last segment. Um, even second place will get 500, third place three, fourth two, fifth one. So it's anybody's ball game. So don't choke, Chris. Ooh, man. <laughs> I'm just joking, Chris. I'm pulling for you. <laughs> Maybe you'll buy me a beer next time I'm in Ned's. Hey. All right. Very good. Well, should we take it to the outskirts of Tampa, home of Tom Brady? Yes. He's back. <laughs> How about that? Cucking everyone in, the, in his way. He's like, I really wanted to play for San Francisco. I've been trying to figure out how I could do that. But uh, turns out they just would rather have Jimmy G. <laughs> God, how many memes could you possibly look at? Like, oh, after three months of staying home with your wife and kids, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm going back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the Valspa Championship. Um, play to the Copperhead course at Innisbrook Resort. It's a par 71, 7,340 yards, uh, which is pretty long for a par 71. Um, you know, of course, John, it typically plays really hard. Uh, the defending champ, Sam Burns, it was really wet last year when he won at 1,700. The, uh, the typical score is kind of around 10, really, and so, sometimes a lot under that. Year before, uh, year before Sam... It was uh, 2020 COVID. Year before that, back to back from all boy Paul Casey, who you know he's going to be the real trendy pick this week. Um, some other past winners: Adam Hadwin won in 2017. Hot call Schwarzel. Schwarzel. <laughs> <laughs> he won in 2016. 
Fucking Spieth won in 2015. Uh, I forgot about that. That was when they did that superimposed lightsaber deal. Remember that, like, Star Wars deal they had going for a while? And they, like, showed Jordan making those putts with a fucking lightsaber. He outdueled, I think, P. Reed in the playoff, right? That sounds right. (laughs) All of that sounds right. How about P. Reed playing well at the players? Anyways, um, Kevin Streelman, 2013. Luke Donald, 2012. Holy shit. I bet he had some good white pants on. And then Gary Woodland, 2011. So, um... Narrow fairways, the they're hard to hit off the tee, but I would say that your iron play and mid to longer iron play is uh, is a lot more kind of important than off the tee game. And you need a hot putter just like any other week, right? Yes. Other than that, Johnny, I would say that this is the most loaded field the Valspar has ever seen. You got a lot of really heavy hitters, including five of the top ten in the world, words. Yeah, those dudes. <laughs> All those dudes. Not to mention you got Louis Tarot the Pratt. Shane Lowry is coming off of a good tournament. Defending champ Sam Burns is coming off a great tournament. Paul Casey's actually out. Okay, so Paul Casey's withdrawn. I was really hoping that you were gonna pick him because I knew you he knew was that. Out. No, you're so clever, you little bitch. bitch. No, I didn't. Oh, Brooks is playing again. Cool. Abe, Smoke Crack, Fleetwood, Fitzy. J-Day, Bubba, Norin, HV3, Woodland, Keegan, Weber, Kiz, Knox. Those dudes. So, Johnny, Florida golf. It's the last swing. It's the last one in Florida, right? Yes. We got WGC next week, which for us is going to be like in Palo Duro Canyon, Old Mexico. Palo Duro's outside of Amarillo, Texas, so that's not there. <laughs> uh, my point being, we're leaving Florida after this. Yes, thank God. All right, so you want to go over the featured groups, or do you have anything to add? No, nothing. Featured groups it is, words. Uh, The first featured group, you've got the man with the golden nose, Dustin Johnson. He's playing with Bubba, Mudball, Watson, and my mate, whose mother died two weeks ago, or last week we didn't talk about it, Jason Day. We actually did mention RIP. Oh. Um, Yeah, I'm off of everyone. I got no idea what to do with J-Day. Bubba just came off of the best players finish he's ever had. I'm I don't have I don't have what it takes in my stomach after last week to do anything like that. And I'm off of the man with the golden nose. Hopefully I'm gonna save him from when he's streaking. You know, the more I I I didn't do anything even thinking about golf until about an hour before this. And the more the wheels are turning, I think that Morikawa's kinda got a little bit of something. And I think J Day's J Day DJ. I think DJ would be kind of an off a value pick. DJ, like you said, when he gets streaky, it's not. I think that DJ's best golf is yet to come. He very well could win this week, and we've talked about this. Depends on what you want to call strategy, but if you pick a winner, that's a good thing at any time. But I just don't know if DJ is going to do it this week. When I do think he's going to get back on the winning train at some point later this year, so I, I'm off of all of the guys in this group as well. The next featured group, the man from Norway who won me some money last week. He's playing with your man crush, the guy you'd French kit want to French kiss the most on the PGA Tour, Abraham Answer, <laughs> and Colin Morikawa. <laughs> So that's not true. <laughs> Who would you want a French? Oh, Cam Davis. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Candace Swampole. So, um, words. I'm not taking Victor back-to-back weeks, although I do think he's going to fare well. And from what I see, I think a lot of the peop- 
a lot of the golf pundits like Victor's chances this week. I love him. I just can't do it, and I'm just now thinking, okay, I got Victor for three out of the next two segments, so that's going to be a plus. He's playing great. Yeah, he plays any golf course really well. Yep. But just don't make him chip. Hey, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I, I played it for Maggie, and she like didn't quite get it, but the, the clip from when he won the Puerto Rico Open, he goes, the first thing he said to the, the reporter, I just suck at chipping. <laughs> no, I just need to work on my short game. <laughs> but yeah, he does still. He pulled that clip up from like where? Uh, Twitter. He needs to go spend some, a weekend with Jeff's, my guy Jeff Smith out in Vegas again. So, um, And then, yeah, Abe, I'll tell you what. He, he played great. He is a guy that I, I like to play well this week. I just, I've picked him once this year already, and this is probably another place where makes sense to pick him, but I, I did share away, and then I couldn't I couldn't do another Morikawa after him missing the cut for me last week. Same with everything. Yeah, Abe's playing great, though, and it was kind of out of nowhere because he, he had been not hitting the ball very well, but had a good showing at the players. And then Morikawa, um, whenever he has a really bad week, he bounces back really hard. Yeah. Hey, real hard. Yeah, well... I got to think he's going to be a popular pick this week, but you he has so? been picked a lot already this year by a lot of people. So who knows? But he was picked a hundred and I think 16 or 18 time people picked him last week. So a lot of people would have to be burned and pick number two or even three on him. So um, I will say that's uh, intriguing, but you and I obviously refrained. Feature group three, we've got our one of our guys, Jason Smokecrack, and he's playing with... Your guy, the blonde bomber, Brooks Kepka, and King Louis, Louis Oosthuizen. Hey, Louis Oosthuizen. I think Louis is going to play great here. I'm on Coke Crack. I'm sure you are too. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm on Coke Crack. Of course I'm on Coke Crack, bud. Go fuck yourself, John. Um, he finished T2 here two years ago. Um, I think he's of his last four t- tournaments here, he's got like three top tens, including a, a T2. So... Um, but l- that's the other thing, though, words. If you want to get real pissed, I'm also on King Louie because he is due for a win, and he's a horse for this course, and you've already picked him once this year, so I knew you weren't going to pick him. <laughs> cool. Good pick. Um, so, obviously, you're not on Brooks. No, I'm divorcing myself from Brooks until I can reassess at Augusta. But Okay. Then we're both on Jason Kokrak. I'm on also on Louie out of this group. Uh, yeah, going to blow my load early, and I think those are going to be two very popular picks. But feature group three, Justin Thomas, Kevin Kisner, and Carlos Ortiz, the soft-spoken Mexican. Hmm. Ortiz is a sneaky pick, isn't he? Hey, I didn't do it. He likes challenging golf courses, but didn't do too well last week. I mean, he he was there I think in the Arnold Palmer a little bit. I mean, nothing crazy, but part of me wanted to take JT cuz he's in pretty good form and just to get him off my books, honestly. Um just so I don't even have to think about him anymore. Kind of a la Rory last week for me. Yes. Uh I didn't do it though. Yeah. I didn't do it. I didn't want to go any kind of chalk and I'm probably going to end up just as chalky, so whatever. I laid off everybody in this group words um for the reasons you said, but I agree. JT could very well win this week, but I think I've been kind of waiting for JT to round into real JT form, and I, I'd like that to happen later this year. So I'm going to save all three of my JT picks for when that happens. So um, the next featured group, we've got 
a man who bought a lot of booze, I'm sure, last weekend after his ace on 17, Shane Lowry, the Irishman. He's playing with fellow Irishman Graham McDowell and the newly named European Ryder Cup captain Henrik Stenson. Ooh, interesting. Man, um, that was fun after they announced Henrik as the Ryder Cup captain and kind of show, going through his highlight reel of just absolutely getting stripey with his, like, 2004 Callaway vapor irons or whatever they were. <laughs> and, of course, his three-wood. Uh, I'm off all these guys. I think Shane Lauer is a great pick. I think he's going to play well this week. He's obviously played well at all of his Florida starts so far, so I uh, don't um, see that changing right now. I agree, and I think that, again, the the heart of the course that brings out the best in Shane Lowry and windy conditions definitely helps, obviously, an Irishman. It's supposedly going to be a little bit windy here again this this week, so I do like that pick, but I also refrain from everyone in this group. Which brings us to the final featured group words. We've got the defending champion, Sam Burns. He's playing with Gary Woodland. And the X-Man, Xander Schauffele, both Woodland and Xander coming off missed cuts. I'm off everyone. I had Woodland penciled in um, early, but I figured that he was going to be pretty popular. So I took him off. Okay. Uh, words. How about I, you? I really wanted to go with Sam Burns, and I didn't. Um, just because you and I both know, I think we both have a very negative appeal towards picking defending champions. It's very hard to defend on the PGA Tour, and it doesn't happen very often, which is why I laid off Sam Burns, even though probably will regret it, but who cares? Uh, I laid off him. The Beta Soy Boy um, sent a side-by-side picture of Sam Burns and our mayor. David Holt. Holt. Yes. (laughs) They look exactly alike, except, you know, (laughs) David looks a little, he's got a little more of a jowl, but uh, they could be brothers. Yeah, and Sam Burns is wears his. I've noticed one thing that bugs me about him. It's like he wears his hat over his ears, which is really he's just weird. got little tiny little ears. Yeah, Xander, you know me. I'm waiting for the big the big time with him. We'll he wilted him. like a flower in the he sun, sure also, did. and didn't really look like he gave a fuck about it, which was a little irritating to see. I had him in one of my big draft kings that was, uh, you know, top one thousand out of ninety thousand. Last week, and he had that three-hole span, and I, you know, went from there to out of the money, pretty much. Well. hmm Well, words, um, that rounds out the featured groups so far. I'm on I Jason Kokrak. I can't Kokrak. fucking believe we're going to be on another pick. I'm on Jason Kokrak. We're both, or you're on Jason Kokrak as well, but I'm also on Louis Ushuizen. So you have two picks that you have yet to announce. Why don't you give one of them? I think this is who you're on also. I'm going with Matthew Feivel Fitzpatrick. Mouskowitz? Yes. Not on him. Uh, he leads par five scoring, believe it or not, which I think is crazy over the last 12 events. That's interesting. There's only three par fives here and five par threes, so hopefully his long irons can get dicey because they got a lot of them out here. Yeah, and he's a good iron player. Uh, he's he's a good pick. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with his game, uh, aside from the wicked weather that caused him to miss the cut last week. Um, he's obviously as good a ball striker as anybody. So. All right, bounce back, Fitzpatrick. All right, so that leaves us with one pick each, words. I don't think we're on the same guy, but we very well could be. Who knows? Because you've already picked this guy once this year, but I'm going with a guy who's played great over the Florida swing. T2 at the Arnold Palmer. T13 last week at Sawgrass. I'm going with the fucking Pratt, Terrell Hatton. Mm, I love that pick. 
So he when the conditions get bad, he's there. So or he's not. Or he's not. But the last couple of weeks he's been there and a couple of things go his way. He very well could have won the Arnold Palmer. Last week was just survival of fittest, but Terrell Hatton is as good of hits narrow shots. I mean the, the shot that he hit in that like I forget what it was, but it was over in Europe where he had a two-yard wide fairway. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. fucking crazy. So, I don't know. I think Terrell Hatton finally gets it all between the ears and on the golf course and plays very well this week. I like Terrell Hatton. That's a good pick. Um, I veered a little bit differently. Someone who's not quite as trendy of his name. He is a f- oh, friendly Canuck, and he has won here before. I'm going to go with Adam Hadwin, who's also been playing well. He had a pretty good showing last week, at least – T nine, yeah, spurts of it. That's a great. That's a great finish for him. So, hopefully, he can continue that momentum to a place where he's won in the past and get it done again, baby. Well, all right. So, words. We're both on Jason Kokrak. I am on Louis Oosthuizen and Terrell Hatton. You are on Adam Hadwin and Feifel Mouskowitz. Mouskowitz. Matthew Fitzpatrick. So. Again, I'm glad we only have one of the same guys, but I do think Kokrak is probably the most popular out of those picks that we just ushered out. So we'll see. Pretty good prediction. So, um, all right, words. So we'll see how it goes. Um, One thing, obviously, I got to give a major, major shout out. We did have another review of the podcast. Oh, we did? And it's it's beautiful. Oh, God, I cannot wait to hear this. And it comes from Hector from Grooms. (laughs) (laughs) Goats on Goats is what it's titled. Former former goat Pat Bates's favorite pod. Matt Every's parole officer says it's a must listen. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> With the Pat Bates name drop, I mean, there's nothing better for, to Je's ears than that. That was that was from my boy Hector from Grooms. <laughs> Thanks, Groomsy. <laughs> he still needs to send in Hector's uh, spot for our ad. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's like, that's all it costs to advertise? I forgot. He was on the, you guys heard him say that, I think. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you heard him say that. That was it, right? Anyway, so thank you for that review. Five stars. That that gives us 51 five-star ratings. So somebody else go fucking overachieve and get us racing up the charts. Up the charts. All right, Johnny, anything else for our listeners out there? No. No, God, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, No. Hopefully the weather plays plays the you know not the same role it played last week. I'd like to watch golf um, Sunday, finish golf Sunday. And that's about all I can say. Yep. Tomorrow, have a happy St. Patty's Day. Also, give a nice hat tip to my daughter. Virgi- yeah, Virginia Louise, her fourth birthday. Four. Yeah, babe. I forgot staples out of her head and everything. Hey, that means that uh, Sunday we're actually getting crunk for her birthday party. Right? Fucked up. <laughs> yeah. We'll be watching golf. We're getting fucked. Where's he get off the bounce house? It's my turn. <laughs> when, when daddy and his friends turn, bitch. <laughs> what? What did you just say? I don't call my daughter a bitch, John. Oh, well, I call mine a bitch, and she's only three weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's end on a high note then, huh? Yes. All right. You guys enjoy the golf this week and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.